Welcome as we begin another week uh, in God's Word. And on this Monday, uh, this uh, Valentine's Day, the 14th of February, as we continue in the prophet uh, Jonah. So we're at chapter 3 in Jonah now and, and quite a shift in the um, in the story. In chapter 2, uh, we read about uh, uh, Jonah having a change of heart now that he's inside the, the belly of the fish. He comes to God. He remembers the God that he's come to know. He remembers God's faithfulness, his love, his forgiveness, his grace. He thanks him for deliverance already, even while he's inside of the, the great fish. Uh, and God hears that prayer, which is great, great news for us that God hears us no matter where we pray to him. And God causes that fish to spit him back out. This quite a shift in Jonah's life after we ended up in chapter 1, where Jonah is told to arise. You'll hear that again in chapter 3. And Jonah does everything but arise. He goes down, 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 down. He goes down away from Nineveh. He goes down to the boat at the sea. He goes down in the bottom of the boat. Then after he gets thrown off the boat, he goes down into the water. And he goes down inside the belly of the fish. Couldn't get much more down than that. Well, you could, but but uh, without uh, not being dead uh, and in hell. But uh, it's in those depths then uh, that Jonah comes crying back to God, and and God is there for him. God doesn't uh, God doesn't reject him, and God is there to hear him. Um, not only did God bless him with that fish that saved Jonah from dying from drowning, uh, but also God caused him to be to stay alive inside of that fish, which is an impossibility from a human standpoint. Miraculous, God miraculously saves him. And then he causes that fish to spit him up. And that's where it brings us to in, in chapter 3. So chapter 3 starts out just like chapter 1 started out. It talks about the word of the Lord. Look at chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Word of the Lord comes to Jonah, except there's something different this time, a second time. Here's a God of second chances. Here's a God uh, who is relentless in his pursuit of us. Here's a God who continues to call us to come to him. Here's a God that looks at the world and sees the same thing happening over and over and over again. We reject God. We fall away from God. We sin. We think we don't need him. We cry to him and God hears us and he's there for us. Uh, same thing happens for Jonah. And now we get to find out how God really feels about this uh, this uh, uh, area of Nineveh and why he sends a prophet there. Uh, God doesn't send a prophet there in order that he can condemn it. He sends a prophet there in order that hopefully they will change and turn from their ways. God who does not delight in the death of the wicked, but that they would turn and come back to him. Uh, you see that heart carried out right here uh, with Nineveh. So chapter two, verse 2 of chapter 3 says, Arise, God brings resurrection. The resurrection that you and I have by grace in Jesus Christ isn't just something that happens once in our life. We are sinners. We uh, uh, we fall into sin often. We confess to God that we are poor, miserable sinners who can't change our ways on our own. So we need God help to do that, and he has to raise us up quite often. Martin Luther said as he, as he thought about our baptism that every day we renew that baptism. We drown that old person in us so that the new person can arise. Do we just do that once? No. It's something we have to do on a daily basis. That's why it's important for you to be in the Word of God, to see both the need to do that as well as the kind of God that you come to, um, whose patience, whose long-suffering is great for us. So God comes to Jonah again. He brings his word to him. It's that word that assures us about the hope of our salvation. It's that word that calls us to repent, but it's also that word that says, your sins are forgiven you. Um, and, and so God comes to Jonah again with that forgiveness and tells him once again, arise. And this time, verse 3, Jonah does arise. Instead of going down, 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 Jonah arises. He goes to Nineveh. Again, according to the word of the Lord, the only thing you and I can carry with us that lasts for eternity, that it truly changes lives, is God's word. 
not our word. You say well, our word changes all the time. The economy goes up and down. Um, our emotions go up and down. Uh, the way things happen in the world can be up one day and down the next. God's word is the one thing we can bank on that doesn't change. It stays the same. So he goes to, so no, no, or Jonah arose. He went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now, look at what God says about Nineveh through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Nineveh was an exceedingly great city. Now that can be taken a whole lot of ways. It was greatly wicked. There was really bad stuff that was going on in Nineveh. But yet, this is the way God looks at every city. God looks at, at every person as, as someone whom he loves, he cares for. For God so loved the entire world that he gave his only begotten son. It's a great city in God's eyes. In fact, if you look at your note down at the very bottom, if you've got kind of a study Bible, it says a great city to God. God doesn't look at people the way we look at people. We kind of categorize people. There's a good person, there's a bad person. God sees us all as we truly are sinners because he sees our heart. Um, but sinners for whom he loves and he sent his Savior, Jesus, for. Uh, what an incredible statement that is. Um, and three days journey in breath. Now that probably means, because historically, or uh, from our uh, archaeological digs, we found the size of Nineveh it wouldn't take three days to walk through it if you're just going to you know, get on a beat and walk straight through. But here's probably an indication that God intended Jonah to spend some time there. He was going to walk from one group to the next group, to the next group, to the next group. He was going to look for people that he could speak to. Think of Jesus' ministry. Jesus in his ministry never went more than 200 miles from his hometown. Why? Because he spent so much time with people. He's constantly getting stopped and he would stop for them. And we're called to do the same thing too. We're not to rush through life. We're to look through look for opportunities that God gives us to touch other people's lives, the people that God brings into our lives. And we're to do that. And notice how powerful the word of God is because Jonah goes, he just gets one day in he preaches the shortest sermon probably in the world, which goes like this in verse 4, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Now this is all law. It's all law and all warning. But yet, after just one day, not the three days, after just one day, the power of the Holy Spirit works in their hearts and they believe God. Never look at someone and say that person is beyond the grace of God and there's no way that that person would ever come to believe in Jesus Christ. Um, don't. Here's an example right here. People that turned, they called a fast, verse 5 tells us. You put on sackcloth. The king finds out about it. He calls for a fast through the whole place. And look at where, where the Holy Spirit leads him in heart, where he says in, uh, in verse 8, let everyone turn from his evil ways, verse 9. Who knows? God may turn also and relent and turn from his fierce anger so that we may not perish. And sure as the world, that's exactly what happens. Now, this doesn't say that God is a God who changes his mind. He is the God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But we find example of this over and over in Scripture where God relents from, turns from the wrath that he warned them about when people repent and turn to him and he errs on the side of grace. He always goes to the side of his grace. He loves to do that. That's what his heart is. God doesn't want anyone to perish, but that all would come to a knowledge of the truth. Um, and, and that's true. And we see a great example of that here with, uh, with Jonah as he goes to Nineveh. So keep that, keep that in mind as you read. And uh, tomorrow we're going to find the, the conclusion of this story uh, in the heart of where, where Jonah's at with this. So God bless you as you continue to read.